But far more important than any of that, it is this new business in Chicago. And I think actually that Byron Bell, general manager of the Museum of Ice Cream, you ought to run for mayor. I agree with you completely. Um, ice cream is a great unifier, right? Everybody likes ice cream in some format. And so if we can bond around that, then we can bond around almost anything. Well, actually, I'll, I'll seriously ask this question. What is it about ice cream that you think, and it's an international appeal too, I believe, that puts a smile, I think just saying the word, all right, let, let me ask this question. You're at a party. Maybe a swanky cocktail party. I'm sure you go to many of those. And someone says, hey, Byron, what do you do? And you say, well, I'm the general manager of the Museum of Ice Cream. People must smile. Of course. Ice cream is something special. It's nostalgic. It brings back fond memories of not just eating the ice cream, but what you did while you were eating the ice cream and who you were eating that ice cream with. So being a part of that and bringing that joy to people on a daily basis, not Forget about the ice cream that I get to eat every day. Of course, that's great. But seeing that response to having that experience with other people, there's nothing more rewarding than that. You know, we had the, I, I don't know his title, but Manish, mm -hmm. uh, we had him on uh, two weeks ago or three weeks ago, and it was by telephone. We'll talk about where the ice cream museum is, but mm -hmm. it's very very close to the radio station. What did it take you, two minutes to walk here? Yeah, it was a quick hop and a jump. Yeah, that's about it. So it's right over there. We've had telephone calls from, I don't know, we've talked to people in uh, Ukraine. And the connection is better than the connection. <laughs> so I felt terrible. So that's why we're having you back in studio because this, the calls are... <laughs> and that's not very helpful on the radio. So tell me about the Museum of Ice Cream. Of course, um, we've just opened here in Chicago on July 16th. We have an incredible array of immersive experience that you go through. Of course, while doing that, you get to eat unlimited ice cream treats. Everything from a Dove bar, which is amazing vanilla ice cream covered in chocolate, all the way to our famous Chicago dog, which is made of ice cream, um, all while playing, connecting, and just doing and interacting really fun stuff with your friends, your family, and new people, as we call them, new scoops that you meet <laughs> uh, as you go through the museum. So it's truly a wonderful experience. And I, I cannot leave without mentioning our world-famous sprinkle pool, which is the largest one in the world. It is a three-foot-deep pool of sprinkles that you get to swim laps around, take wonderful pictures. <laughs> the experience overall, again, is just joyful. All right. A lot there that I need to ask you yeah. about is they say unpack. So I'll try to go one at a time here. What is the world's largest sprinkle pool? I mean, you're talking about the kind of sprinkles you put on ice cream. Right. Represented in a larger scale format that you can jump in, slide down our slide. It looks like a swimming pool, but as you get closer, you realize there's no water in there. It's life-size sprinkles that you get to Literally sit in, swim in, take selfies in, have fun and throw them at your friends. It's a, <laughs> it's a really, it's a experience that is indescribable until you actually go and see it. But it is wonderful and so much fun. Well, you know, um, the thing that strikes me, there's certainly activities that are geared for children. Then there are activities that are geared for children, but adults really want to do these things. And it kind of brings out the kid in all of the adults. And then there are experiences like the liquor you have that, for example, that are clearly for adults. So it's not like a kid's museum. 
Yeah, we believe that everybody has a kid inside of them. I know I do. You'll see it every single day with me at that museum. Um, But there's something for everybody there, uh, regardless of your age. You're going to maybe start off feeling like an adult, but you'll very quickly feel like a kid again. And of course, for the true adults, 21 plus, we do have some phenomenal ice cream cocktails, boozy milkshakes that will help in bringing you back to your childhood and really just <laughs> let, helping you let loose and, and play and have fun in the space. Um, it Again, our speakeasy where we serve all these cocktails it is a really unique experience that brings you to a new place, right? You're stepping off of the street in Pioneer Court just off Michigan Avenue and you're entering the ice cream universe and it is a world of difference from one side of our freezer door to the other when you step inside. So I want to talk when we get back here about where this place is located downtown. You kind of mention it. But it turns out you're at a radio station that is very significant to where you're located now. I also want to talk about hot dogs with you. Why hot dogs? You kind of mentioned it, but boy, I sure do need to know more. It's 1.15 on WGN. WGN Radio, Steve Dale here, Steve Dale's Other World. Yeah, Ronnie Shell will be here, and boy, he was everywhere at one point on television. Do you remember a show called Good Morning World? Schwani certainly did. I mentioned Ronnie Shell, and you would think I talked about some great news story. And he turned around and he said, what? And he was so excited about it. And I'm excited. In that show, you know who a co-star of that show was? First of all, he played a disc jockey. So clearly he can do my job. Uh, and the big boss was a pompous boss. And, well, that's kind of a real radio station at times. But Goldie Hawn was the co-star. I mean, it's amazing, you know. So we will talk to him, and there's so much to talk about. Uh, And he toured uh, as a part of a five-star review among the performers he toured with, Ruta Lee, who is one of my favorite guests to have on the show uh, because you never know what she's going to say. You need to hit – we need to hit on our end the delay button because she's now 86 maybe, and she – the last time I won't, I can't repeat the words she said because you can't. You can't say those things, but it's Ruta Lee. At a certain age, I think you can say whatever you want. She has great Hollywood stories. We just slid by Lucille Ball's birthday, which was August 6th, and she was one of Lucy's best friends. So we're going to talk a lot about that next week on the show. But right now, we're talking about the most important topic I think anyone can talk about on any radio show anywhere. That's ice cream. It's called the Museum of Ice Cream in Chicago by Rumbell, the general manager of the museum. You apply for this job. What appeals to you? I guess anyone who, I mean, who would say no to not want this job? Yeah, it's an incredible opportunity for all of our team members, of course, a perk of which is unlimited ice cream. Um, so that's a benefit that not many can boast. And so I we, want your job. <laughs> yeah. So we have the opportunity to taste and test and eat ice cream on a daily basis and try all the delicious and wonderful flavors. It is truly a, a unique place to be. Uh, and everybody wants to be there. And I can't blame them. 312-981-7200 is our phone number. You can call or text. And one texter did text and ask Beats me to the question. I hear you have ice cream, texture is correct, that tastes like a Chicago hot dog. That is 
absolutely correct. It's hard to believe. It is. And that is actually one of the most fun parts about the job is when we get to go into the room where we serve our Chicago dog, which is our putt-putt room. We get to play a little bit of mini golf. And your reward for getting that hole-in-one is, of course, a Chicago dog. But it is not you know, your ballpark hot dog. It is an ice cold hot dog and it is flavored like a hot dog. Though There is no meat in it. Um, and my favorite thing to see is the reaction on people's faces when they take the first bite and it's an ice cold hot dog. It, it tastes just like that. It is in a, a bright pink bun. There is real mustard and a, a pickle right on top. And you take a bite of that. You're like, that's a hot dog, but it, but it's but it's also ice cream. Oh, so it yeah. messes with your head a little bit in the best possible way. And so that reaction for people is is probably my favorite thing to see. Is and it's a challenge too. Like oh, I don't know if I want to eat that. Like oh yeah, give it a try. See how you think. And they just take a bite and they look and they're like, chew for a second. And they're like, that tastes like a hot dog. <laughs> it, 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 I've been there and I've had it mm-hmm. and I couldn't. I had that look. Yep. It's like I can't believe this does actually tastes like a hot dog takes a second for your brain to catch up with uh, a, an ice cold hot dog but i'll be honest i really enjoy them they're really a unique thing again that you can't get anywhere else how do you do that well we have a phenomenal director of food and beverage whose ice cream name is waffles and she <laughs> of course worked of course she worked tirelessly for months i was in our new york city location in april and she was there testing it putting different spice blends together to get it to taste like a hot dog you know you have to be a really creative food scientist to make that work i I was going to say the gig is a food scientist essentially yeah yeah i mean you go to school for that kind of thing Mm -hmm. actually and this is a food scientist who does it yeah uh, our director of food Beverage comes from, you know, a really prestigious background working in restaurants all across the country and really understands unique flavor profiles so that we can create something special. Um, Because obviously, when you come to the Museum of Ice Cream, you're here to eat ice cream. You're here to have a good time. But this is the we want to challenge you a little bit. We want to push the boundary of what ice cream can be. And so it's pretty exciting to get to have that opportunity to show people a little bit different. Do you have any other unusual flavors? Um, Nothing too, nothing too unusual. That one is we push the boundaries there and then we have some uh really cool other treats of course we mentioned the dove bar earlier we also have uh a shave ice treat we've got a, a scoop of ice cream with uh cotton candy on it we've got the chicago dog of course um and then if we have like we mentioned before our speakeasy with tons of boozy uh milkshakes and amazing craft cocktails uh that are really really delicious but also they're sweet of course it's museum of ice cream and we have my favorite which is the magical sour pop where you take one of those magic berries if you've heard of them that changes the flavor profile so it's something that's very sour if you to drink it normally explain, explain what this is yeah so you you take a bite of the magic berry and some i, I don't profess to know the exact mechanics of it but it allows your taste buds to translate the opposite flavor profile essentially so if you're drinking this drink which is aggressively sour when you take the berry it becomes sweet and delicious. It's still delicious, if a little bit puckery initially, but it allows you to have that kind of, again, transformative experience where you're experiencing something, looking at something, and then tasting it, and it's different than what you expected, which is really cool. 
How does that happen? Yeah, so that's amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. The 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 berry. I, again, I don't know the full background of it, but the the berry changes the way that your you know brain interprets uh, those signals from your taste buds, and it allows you to have like that opposite experience. So that super 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 sour, you know, lots of lemon juice. We have a lemon wedge right on the side that you can take a bite of, and it tastes sweet, tastes delicious, tastes like an orange almost. It's pretty cool. So the Museum of Ice Cream is located. It turns out. Uh, where I used to work, and everyone who works here used to work at uh, WGN, because you're a Tribune Tower. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We absolutely... And and your entrance is where it looks different, Mm because now, like everything else at the Museum of Ice Cream, it's pink. Why pink, by the way? Um, it's it's about being a dream. The Museum of Ice Cream came from the dream of our founder, Mary Ellis Bunn, who dreamed of swimming in an ocean of sprinkles. And so, and I mean, and she look, had a dream. She had a dream, and that was it. And that was it. And so, the the pink represents that dream. It's something different. You you don't see a pink world, a pink universe, very often. Some things are a little bit pink here and there, but this is pink everywhere and so it's really exciting to go into a place where again your imagination is just challenged and you're just seeing things that are really cool really fun colors it's just part of the experience it's like Willy wonka's ice cream factory you got it yeah so it's right there though that entrance mm-hmm. except now it's pink is the same exact entrance where i used to go to work and most people who work here went to work are there any I mean, did you find my coffee mug that I lost, or that's what that was? No, <laughs> <laughs> no we, uh, yeah, we hadn't found anything uh, uh, in there, but I think we get the the spirit of the 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 WGN team who was in there previously. Obviously, I think it was meant to be, right? Your love of ice cream uh, seems to have translated well into the new space that it became. You know, a few years later, so we're really happy to be there. I hope so. Uh, now, you just can't walk in the door because. You're packed. Did you ever, did you think, did you guys know that you would be this, this successful this quickly? I think we, we knew that people would be, enjoy it. You know, we're fortunate to have our brand represented across a bunch of different cities, New York, Austin, and then abroad in Singapore and now Shanghai. Um, and we know there have been positive responses, but you never know until you open something up, especially in a new city. So but, what's the big difference between, I don't know that you'd know, mm-hmm. right, so, but I'll give it a shot. Sure. Uh, Singapore and Shanghai and Chicago, not the city itself, but the ice cream museum in those cities has to be different. And instead of a hot dog, what do they do? Yeah, so they have, of course, as we do with all of our museums, have regional flavors that represent the place. It's of the place of the city that they are in. And they wouldn't care about a hot dog. They probably wouldn't, and so they have different flavors that are local, like a pandan, which is kind of a sweet fruit-based kind of flavor in Shanghai, um, or excuse me, in Singapore. I haven't yet. I hope to make it over to uh, kind of our Asia-Pacific locations in the near future because it seems like it would be really cool. Do you need company on that trip? Uh, I think, yeah, we should go do that. I think that would be really fun. Ice cream around the world. I like that. That is a great idea. (laughs) I love that idea. But to get to this place, which Tribune Tower, Michigan Avenue, it's 435 North Michigan Avenue. Correct. I, sh- I should know that address. <laughs> I think it was 22 years or something that wow. I worked there, 23 years. So that's the address, but you need reservations. Absolutely. So again, you mentioned where we've been very popular. It's been a really great experience meeting so many people, but you definitely want to make a reservation ahead of time. We tend to sell out pretty quickly. And you can do that online, museumoficecream.com. It's very easy to check availability and book tickets. Uh, 
Weekday tickets, $36. Weekend tickets are $44. And of course, we have our amazing add-on experiences like Ice Cream Lab, where you make your own ice cream. And of course, our speakeasy cocktails and drinks, which are fantastic. But yeah, definitely plan ahead so that you can get in because we want you to come and visit. What does the ticket price include? Uh, You mentioned earlier all the ice cream you want to eat. Yes. Yeah. So you have the experience, which is self-guided tour through the different immersive experiences. That takes on average 45 minutes to an hour and a half. Uh, Generally, people are spending an hour to an hour and a half, especially when they want to have a few drinks in the speakeasy after they've gone through the museum. And the Uh, drinks are extra because drinks are always extra. (laughs) Yes. Um, And so, yeah, the experience really is kind of, you know, will take a few hours for you to go through, really enjoy it with your family, play all the fun games we have, and of course, enjoy unlimited ice cream of those uh, our five different treats that we mentioned a little bit earlier. You get to, if you want more, you want to come back and get a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, your prerogative, and we love to have it. We absolutely love it when people come back for seconds. You should count to see how many, what the record is for hot dog ice cream. I like what that. What the most is that anyone has had. I know one of our team members. You could break a Guinness Book of World Records. Yes, I would argue one of our team members has broken the Guinness Book of World Records already easily multiple times over for the amount of ice cream hot dogs eaten. They eat that Chicago dog every day for lunch. And it looks like that. It does. Yeah, it looks like a Chicago dog. Uh, Byron Bell, thank you very much. The website, one more time. Museumoficecream.com. Very good. Thank you so much. And you'll be seeing me. I I accidentally may happen to get to that address. I don't know how that can happen. We'll Uh, be waiting for you. 